Welcome to Get Real with Richard Walter. Uh, you, you're, you're never going to believe what I did yesterday. You ready? Went to the movies. That's right, my wife and I, we went to the movies. We went to <clears throat> not just any movie theater, but the legendary Vista, which is in our neighborhood in Los Angeles. A single screen that goes back to the silent era, <clears throat> and that has been... Uh, updated and, and made just vastly, hugely comfortable in, in terms of the space that you have around you where you're seated and how comfortable the, the seats are. And, uh, oh, golly, it is a great, great single screen. And they show, um, uh, you know, actual <laughs> projected transparencies. It's not like watching big videos. Um, and what did we see? Uh, we went at 2.45 in the afternoon to see... Uh, uh, a movie called um, In the Zone of Interest. In the Zone of Interest, perhaps you've heard of it. It's by Jonathan Glazer, written and directed by G-L-A-Z-E-R, and apparently German. He's a German. Uh, the German, the film is, is German. It's in German language. And it uh, takes place uh, right outside of Auschwitz uh, during the war. Um <clears throat> the uh, concentration camp, uh, the other side of the wall, is our administrators and, and residences for the administrators of the uh, camp. And uh, they're quite comfortable, and, and the whole thing is so, so clinical and, 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 and uh, oh, uh, so organized and so, uh, so balanced and so logical and so dreadfully, wretchedly, horrifically, unspeakably inhuman in the sense of in, inhuman. I mean, you know what's going on on the other side of the, the wall. Indeed, they're talking, they're talking about, um, uh, about the whole subject as if it's a, um, an engineering issue, which for them it is. How do we get the bodies uh, uh, murdered and, and then how long does it take to incinerate them and, and uh, you know, as if you, as if you talk about you know, and when does the 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 the, the temperature it takes such, such and such amount of time for, this, for the temperatures to go down from a thousand degrees to about forty degrees when they can send in workers to uh, shovel out the ashes, and the workers themselves will then be uh, locked in there and and burned alive. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, they're talking about this as if you were talking about the. Let's see, we need to deliver this load of lumber to uh, Pittsburgh, and um, the roads are closed near that. Yeah, you understand what, what I'm saying? What Hannah Arendt called the banality of evil. Uh, Nazis murdering people, locking them in the ovens, actually seeing that. It's just too easy. The real horror, that's not the real horror, though. That is unspeakable horror. The real horror is people like us, people like in the audience, people like your humble podcaster going along with it. Uh, um, intelligent, uh, educated, uh, advantaged, privileged people who just went along with it. And um, is it going along with evil that's really the uh, the bigger the bigger evil. I think about um, uh, Schindler's List, 
which I think is pretty good, but only pretty good. I am, uh, uh, if if you're a Jew and and you see Schindler's List, there's a special meaning in it for you, uh, the story that it tells about uh, uh, the Holocaust. Uh, but you do not need to be a Jew to uh, appreciate that um, story. Uh, you don't need to be a member of that community. You need to be a member of the community that you are a member of and that Jews also and everybody else is a member of. That's the human community. It's really about, Schindler's List is, is, is to its credit, not about what, oh, how mean uh, those Nazis were to us Jews. Everybody knows of that. Uh, I think it was Lucas, George Lucas, I think, who said, oh, I could get, maybe it was our, our classmate, John Milius, who said, I think, one of the other room, I think, said, oh, I could get sympathy in a movie. I just shoot a puppy. Uh, uh, I mean, there's got to be, there's so much more to it than just how, whatever he knows, which, and, and how cheaply you can get emotion by just showing horrible, dreadful things. But much worse than that is, is the horror revealed um, economically and quietly and clinically and with clean hands and, and, and um, in, 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 in posh surroundings by uh, otherwise seemingly, and, uh, seemingly reasonable people and speaking in reasonable, reasonable tones. Um, uh, what Schindler's List is really about is no... You know, can a man be an island? Am I, or am I my brother's keeper? I, uh, Schindler thought that he could, uh, you know, he'd make up this war. It's not his fault what happened. It's a chance for him to make some money uh, selling, uh, you know, casings for munitions. Uh, not his fault. He realized he is responsible as he involves, uh, evolves and characters should evolve. And there's a good example of it there in Schindler. Um, where he comes to realize that he is responsible for what's going on around him, and he can't go along uh, uh, with it. And that's something that transcends that situation and applies not just to the condition of the people at that moment in that community, but to, to, to the human condition, not at any given time, but uh, in, in throughout, throughout its lifetime, throughout, e, through, th- throughout e, e, eternity. Uh, twelve years a slave, I think. Unfortunately, is an example of uh, first of all, too, 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 too long. Twelve years a movie, uh, I called it. But here's a really exciting story that they kind of short shrift. The story being a, a, a free black man living in a free state is abducted and and into the South and pressed into slavery in a uh, you know uh, on a, on a Plantation. This is before the Civil War, when when slavery is still very much to the discredit of, of the, sh- the shame and the horror of of, of the history. Uh, legal at that point, and and this guy, the, the real the real story is is not how dreadful slavery was. Don't we all know that? Can't you you know you, you can show scenes of whippings and beatings and and so on. But but the really interesting story is. Uh, uh, the relationship between this guy, the abducted black man, and the the uh, enslaved people uh, with whom he's uh, uh, now living and working, um, he's saying to them, "You know, I don't belong here." Well, do do, do, do they? Uh, who who belongs? Where? Well, you know, these are painful, painful questions about identity that transcend the community. Um, 
and I think it's short shrifted because there's too much time spent trying to show something that we just already know, which is and slavery was was inhumane and cruel beyond beyond all imagination. Um, I think maybe the 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 best film I saw dealing with identity ever is is actually another film by a black artist, Spike Lee. I think it's his best movie, and I think it's it's one of the best movies in the last half century, frankly, and it is X. Sometimes they call it Malcolm X, but I think Spike called it X, and it, it, it meant Malcolm X. And the, uh, the beautiful thing about it is that if you're a black person, a member of the community that is focused upon in the, in the movie, yeah, it has special meaning to you regarding questions of identity, you know, what what might well be unique uh, to, to the oppression of, of African Americans uh, relative to oppression of other, other kinds of marginalized groups. And here's another white guy talking about what the uniqueness of, of black oppression. Um, but tell me if you don't think it makes sense that the, that, that, a uniquely dreadful aspect of it, of it was the theft of the very names of the, of the very history that 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 people that people had. And um, Malcolm realizes that uh, he doesn't know who he is, uh, so he calls himself X. Um, and again, if you remember that community, that's very meaningful. But you don't need to be a member of that community; you just have to be a human being. How do we know? who we are and, and where we are, um, uh, isn't it all hearsay? How do we even know our own names? Isn't it the result of what other people, our parents and, and, and broader family and, 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 and acquaintances at every, every level, what they reported to us, what they called us, they call us that, so that's, uh, that's, uh, uh, um, that's who, who we must be. And, uh, you do not need to be a member of the community in that movie X uh, to re- re- relate to that. You just need to be a human being. Thanks for listening to Get Real with Richard Walter. Please subscribe on Substack and Medium. And do share these episodes with pals on social media. And come on back and listen to my next cast. <laughs>